Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. You. Good morning. Hey Tammy, hey Kim, hey Dolores. Good morning, good morning. Hey Connie. I'm good. I'm real good. I'm excited. We have ladies' Bible study tonight, and it just always gets my day amped up. We have created this sisterhood, and in this sisterhood, oh man, it just gets there. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Tanisha. Hey, Casey. Hey, Hilda. Good morning. Hey, DeShannon. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Not this time. This book has been so personal. We're talking about Bible study on Instagram. This book has been so personal. It's captivating. If you've never read it, it's by John and Stassi Eldridge. As a matter of fact, we only have like two more, um, two more sessions out. Um, it's just amazing. Like it's an amazing book and it just deals with the heart of the woman and the feminine side of the woman. And so, um, it's been getting so personal. I, I can't, like I lived a couple of them. I can't live them again. It's just been getting too personal, captivating, captivating. Yeah. It's just been so, so personal. She's been such a pull on our heart and us tapping into the femininity of who we are. Um, Joey, I'm called to what I'm called to. I have to tell people that all the time. I'm called to what God has called me to. And he told me to start ladies Bible study. And when I get married, we'll probably do some couples things. But right now, ladies Bible study is what God called me to do. And I'm going to be obedient. I'm going with him. More than I do anything, I'm, I'm gonna make sure I do. Uh, good morning, good morning, welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am just so grateful for this morning and for what God is doing. Thank you for those of you who have just tuned in. We are Instagram Live, Facebook Live, and YouTube Live, and I'm just grateful to share the word with you this morning. Do me a favor, go share the video. If you are on any of the lives, go share the video live right now. Go put this video in someone else's hands and be reminded that we are podcasting now on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Spotify. Man, the list just goes on and on. So you can catch Coffee and Conversations later if you want to play it on one of our podcasts. We are also website updating and in just a week or so, we should have our app. It's available on Google. LMJ Ministries app will be available also on Apple. So I'm super, super excited. And that way we can just push stuff to your phone. You can click on it. You can watch the morning show of Coffee and Conversations. You can go back. Uh, 
Uh, you can go back and replay that. So today, um, make sure, ladies, those of you in the Little Rock area, tap into our Bible study this Tuesday, Captivating. Yes, ladies, Bible study. Bi ladies, Bible study. That's what God called me to do. Ladies, Bible study, Dekondi. Ladies, what God God said for me to do was a ladies Bible study. And I'm real clear when I hear him. So I'm sorry for you fellas. When the Lord orchestrates me to do something else, I'll do it. But right now he told me to do ladies Bible study and I obey him. If I don't do much of anything else, being obedient is what I do. So when he leads me in another direction, I will let my fellas know for sure. Until then, tap into Coffee and Conversations Anytime you want to, anytime you want to, anytime you want to. Now, we don't discriminate. You can show up. It's just going to be centered towards ladies. You're gonna, It's going to be really centered towards the women. But you're welcome to glean from it at any time. We don't discriminate. Um, I love you guys so much. Let's get started. The topic I'm going to pray, and we're going to get in the word today. Um, today, I'm going to tell you this in a story. This is called Drunk in Love. I'm going to tell you this in a story. I'm going to give you this from my heart. I've been studying um, Hannah and the persistency in her prayer. And remember last. Okay. My broadcast on Facebook glitched for a second. I'm going to pause for just a second before I get the prayer. There we go. Um, I'm gonna tell you the story of Hannah um, and her being drunk in love and what in love well in love with God and in love with her purpose. So do me a favor and just sit still and sit back and watch the Holy Ghost do what he what he needs to do for us. Father, we thank you. We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy this morning. We just come to you with a grateful heart for all that you've done, all that you provided all that you are, all that you're doing, all that you, we're gonna be, just all, just all, that's all, just you are our all, your provider, your protector, you're the great I am, you're the prince of peace, your joy, your truth, your love, you're the way, you're the light, and we just wanna thank you this morning for being all we ever need, all we, ever need, Lord God. Bless the devotional today, Lord God. Let it not fall on deaf ears. Let it be implanted in our hearts, Lord God, so that we can go, that it can go be multiplied for your glory alone. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. I thank you, Father God, today that we operate in soundness of mind. Hmm. That we not be moved by the things that around us, the circumstances, the people, or the situation that we operate in soundness and mind, and the wisdom that only comes from above. I plead the blood of Jesus over this broadcast. I thank you that no weapon formed against any of us shall prosper. I sever the ties, the cords, break loose, and lacerate any satanic attack, any satanic little covert operations that tries to come against these listeners in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. So good morning. Good morning. For those of you that are just logging on or just tuning in, we are talking about drunken love. We are coming from the book of Samuel and we're going to talk to you this little morning. It's morning about Hannah. I want to tell this to you more of like a story. So if you need scriptural reference, we are in first Samuel, the chapter in chapter one. And yesterday, 
Um, I talked to you a little bit about <laughs> there's always a penina in your life. There's always someone or something in your life to rub you the wrong way, the wrong way. There's always something that's always trying to get at you. There's always someone or something that's always trying to consistently keep you from receiving your blessing. And, you know, Hannah and Fanina were of the same household. So it wasn't just that she had an agitator or a hater. It was that she had an agitator and a hater that lived with her. It ain't nothing like your hater. It ain't nothing like the person that was picking at you. It ain't nothing like the person reminding you about what you have or what you don't have or what you what you think you're gonna have it ain't nothing like that person being in close proximity it ain't nothing like you gotta wake up to that person it ain't nothing like you gotta work with that person it ain't nothing like you were born from that person it ain't nothing like that that person that's agitating you is connected to you right it's connected to you whether you want that person to be connected to you or not it ain't nothing like that person <laughs> it ain't not like that person. So yesterday I told you, there's always going to be a penina in your life. There's always going to be a penina. As a matter of fact, I want you today get what Hannah did. Hannah really, even though penina was agitating Hannah, even though penina was agitating Hannah, Hannah knew, even though it was getting on her very last nerve, do you know, it doesn't show here that Hannah ever addressed penina. That she ever dressed Penina, that she turned around and had to tell it like it is, that she had to boast in her God. It doesn't say that Hannah ever dressed Penina. As a matter of fact, the very last time that Penina was agitating Hannah, Hannah was getting irritated. They were up in the temple. They had gone. Elkanah was uh, making sacrifices for his family. Uh, they were putting, he had given Hannah her promotion portion. And I think at this point, Hannah had had enough. <laughs> I think at this point, Hannah had had enough. I think she had gotten sick and tired. But instead of her dressing, <laughs> instead of her dressing Penina, instead of addressing Penina, she dressed the God that she loved and served. Instead of addressing Penina, instead of her coming outside herself, girl, instead of her taking off her earrings instead of her being so consumed in what Elkanah said, because what Elkanah said to her was, girl, you should be more satisfied with me. Like, aren't you grateful for this wonderful husband that I am? Um, isn't that more to you than a whole bunch of sons? And I'm sure that pretty much got Hannah, that pretty much got Hannah upset too. Like, I think this particular time that we see Hannah in the temple, at this particular time that we see Hannah in the temple, Hannah has had enough. <laughs> Hannah, has, Hannah has had enough. Hannah has had enough. And I'm pretty sure people around her have said people consumed her and overwhelmed her. And she was sick and tired of people reminding her about what she didn't have. She was sick and tired of people reminding her about what she didn't have, what she was lacking. She was sick of her womb reminding her that it had been barren. But Hannah made a decision this day. You know what? Enough is enough. I've been, I've been, I've been cool long enough. I've been solid long enough. I've done this long enough. She was anguished. She was crying. She was upset. She was consumed. She was overwhelmed. But I love what Hannah did next. She didn't turn on Penina. She didn't, she didn't dress Elkanah. She got up from the table and I could see her getting up from the table. I could see her getting up from the table, taking her napkin, throwing it up on the table and saying, you know what? Enough is enough. 
this desire, this thing that is in my heart, it will not go away. It will not go away. I mean, I just can't remove it. I just can't walk away from it. It's waking me up in the morning. Um, I'm seeing the vision. I'm seeing the vision. I'm seeing the vision. I'm seeing the vision. I can see him running. I can see him walking. I'm seeing the vision. I'm seeing the vision. It's just birth in me. It's a part of my destiny. I can't let this thing go. So even when Elkanah was saying, girl, walk away from this, she's like, absolutely, I can't, I can't let this thing go. I can't move past this place. I can't just keep acting like this isn't deep down in my heart. I can't keep acting like I haven't been dreaming about this. I can't keep acting like this thing isn't overwhelming. I'm, I'm telling you, I can't let it go away. Because I believe Hannah knew within her heart that God had deposited this desire here. And that if she just persisted, if she just made a decision that no matter what, I'm not going to give up on this thing. So they're sitting at the table and Hannah gets up from the table and sure she threw her napkin away and she goes into the temple. And she goes into the temple and she gets before our Lord. And she said, Lord, if you will just bless me with this, if you will just give me, and she's very specific. She says, Lord, if you will just give me a son, if you will just give me a son, if you will just give me a son, if you will strength, you, I, you are my strength, you are my everything. That's what she says in some ways. You are my strength, you are my everything. If you will just give me a son, if you will just bless me with a son, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I will dedicate this thing to you. I will dedicate him to you. I will dedicate him. I will dedicate. If you'll just bless me in the place of my anguish, if you'll just not leave me out there, if you'll not just leave me looking like a fool, if you give me strength in this, then what I'm going to turn around and do, Lord God, is I'm going to give him back to you. I'm not going to be selfish. I don't want to keep it for myself. I just need you to bless the fruit of my womb. See, there's some lessons we need to learn here from Hannah. Hannah was so, see, in a second, Eli's going to accuse her of being drunk. Eli's going to accuse Hannah of being drunk. He's going to say to her, because she's so persistent in this thing. She's so made up her mind. She so knows that the only person that can really do something about this is the Lord God she served, that she becomes so consumed in her prayers that Eli the priest walks in. He observes her. He sees her. He hears nothing coming from her lips, but she is praying persistently. And I truly believe that she was praying in the Holy Ghost. She was so consumed. She was so in, she was so drunk in love with her purpose. She was so drunk in love with the, with the vision. She was so drunk in love with the God that she is. She just said, come on, Lord, bless me with this. Open up my womb. Give me the desires of my heart. And then I'm going to make a fresh commitment to you today. You today, you today that I'll dedicate this thing to you, that I'll give this thing. See, she wasn't selfish. She wasn't selfish. She knew, she knew, and she didn't say a girl. She asked for a son. So the dream and the vision and the desire was for a son. 
She saw his purpose. She knew he would be important and she wouldn't let no matter what Panina said, no matter what Elkanah said, no matter what the people in the village said, she wouldn't rest. And she begins to pray and she's praying free, feverishly and she's praying consistently. And Eli walks up on her and says, what? Is this woman drunk? Is this woman drunk? And perhaps Hannah was drunk, but she was drunk in love. She was drunk in love. She was drunk with purpose. She was drunk with her destiny. She was consumed by her future, consumed enough that she had this Jacob type mentality. I will not let go. I will not let go. I will not let go till you bless me. I'm not going to move from your presence, Lord God, till you absolutely give me what I desire. I'm not going to move. I'm not going to move. I'm not going to be moved by what they're saying. I know that the God that I serve is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I could ask or think of. So I'm going to sit here, Lord. I'm going to stay in your face. I'm going to be like the persistent widow who was with the judge. I'm not moving, Lord God until you bless me. I'm not letting go until you bless me. I'm not letting go till you open up my womb. I'm not letting go until you change my, my your mind. I'm like, this is my destiny. This is my desire. And I'm not gonna let go until you, God, the God of strength, <laughs> the good, good God, my good, good father. I'm not letting go until you bless me, God. That's what she was saying. She was so drunk. She was so intense with it that Eli thought she was drunk. And perhaps this lesson from Hannah is what we need to learn. Right now, this lesson we need to learn. But this lesson we need to learn to be so drunk with purpose, to be so drunk in love with our God, to be so consumed by our destiny that we will not let go until you bless me, God, until you shift me into position, until you give me the God, the job that I know I'm supposed to have, until you bless me with the marriage that I know that I'm supposed to have, until you fill my womb with the purpose that you know I'm supposed to have. She pressed in her spirit. She consumed herself with her presence and she would not be moved. She would not let go. She would not be moved. And then she made a holy dedication. Lord, this ain't just for me. He ain't just going to be for me. This situation just ain't going to be for me. This job just ain't going to be for me. This business just ain't going to be for me. This marriage ain't just going to be for me. This child ain't just going to be for me. This is going to be for the glory of God. She was drunk in love and consumed with her destiny. Drunk in love and consumed with her destiny, praying until finally the priest sees her and he says, she says, no, sir. He said, woman, are you drunk in the temple? Get your junk stuff up out of here. She says, no, sir, I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I haven't been drinking. I promise I am. I'm just discouraged. My heart is just aching. I'm just overwhelmed. I'm just consumed. I'm just pouring my heart out to God. I'm not wicked. I just need the Lord to bless me.
I just need the Lord to bless me. I just need the Lord to touch me in this barren place. I'm just thirsty for him. I just need to see him move in my life like never before. I just need to see him take his position. I just need to see him be king of kings. I just need to see him do what he told me he would do, sir. I'm not drunk at all. And Eli looks at her and he says, in that case, that's my final thing to you today. He says, in that case, go in peace. And may the Lord God grant you what you have requested. Go in peace. And may the Lord God grant you what you have requested. May the Lord God. And Hannah gets up. (laughs) And she moves forward. So I'm telling you today, become Don't be moved by your Paninas, by your Elkanahs, by your village. If God deposited in you, become drunk in love with it. Don't idolize it, but become consumed with the Lord. See, the thing is, you're not trying. You're not trying to get the Lord to bend to your words. You're just trying to get your words to align with your destiny. You're just trying to get your words to align with your destiny. You're not trying to. This ain't magic. The dream, the vision has already been deposited in your life. You're just trying to get your word, God's word, to align your destiny, to align with what his word already said and confirmed about you and for you. That's all you're doing. Lord, bless me. I'm just pressing into your presence. I'm just staying in your face. I'm just staying before you because I know this thing is bigger than Penina. I know this thing is bigger than Elkanah. I know this thing is bigger than what people see it is. She had a Samuel in her. She had a promise in her. She had a priest in her. She had a vision in her. She had a purpose in her. She was drunk in love with her destiny. She was drunk in love with her purpose. So I'm telling you, stay persistent. I'm telling you, stay consistent. And I'm telling you, don't move until you're satisfied. Until you're satisfied. Until the Lord God does exactly what he told you he was going to do. Don't be moved by your bananas. Don't be moved by economics. Don't even be moved by your dry place. Ask the spirit of the Lord to wet you up. And Lord, do for me what you exactly said you were going to do for me. And it says, in that case, Eli said, go in peace. (laughs) Go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request of what you would ask for him. But whatever you do, don't give up. Be drunk in love with your destiny. Be drunk in love with your purpose. Be consumed by what God had already told you. Let your words line up with what he's already called forth. It's already manifested. We're just waiting on the outcome. It's already manifested. We're just waiting on the outcome. Be consumed with God. Be consumed with his purpose. Be consumed to be like Jesus. That's what the focus has to become, to be consumed, to be what like Jesus. And everything else is going to work out.
my God. I love God. Everything else is going to work out. Hannah wouldn't back down. I'm sure every time people told her just forget about it and she would try to set it aside, it would rise up in her spirit again. And something in her said, you just can't let this go, Hannah. You just can't let this go, Lakeisha. You just can't let this go, Andrew. You just can't let this go, Hilda. You just can't let this go, Jessica. You just can't abort it. You can't just give up on it. It's a part of your purpose. It's a part of your destiny. So now, Lord, I need you. I'm desperate for you. I'm destitute for you. I, I know this is only something that you can do. And the priest blessed her and said, go so it can be well with you. My God, what a word for today. What a word for today to become so drunk in love, to become so drunk with your purpose, to become so drunk in love, to be so consumed with your destiny, to become so consumed with the promises to God, to be more like Jesus. Jesus was consumed with God. You had to be to do what he did for us. He was consumed with God. That's what that drunk means, to be some consumed, to be inebriated, to be off balance. Hannah was consumed with her destiny. She was consumed with her purpose. She was consumed with God. It is my prayer that your consistency, your endurance, that you'll be so consumed with your destiny that you will not abandon it or give it up. You will become so drunk in love with God that it will compel you to be like Jacob and say, Lord, I'm not going to let go until you bless me. Hannah knew there was no one else that could answer her prayers. Even though Elkanah had a seed in him, she knew it took a but God that you'll be so consumed and so drunk in love and so in love with God and so moved by his presence that you will stay in his face. Not even just when you get the blessing, but after the blessing, that you will stay in his place and that you will remember that everything that's inside of you, everything that you're attached to, every relationship is for the glory of God. Your money, all for the glory of God. For the glory of God. Well, that's it for today. I think that's enough. I think that's enough. I think that's it for today. I think that's it. I think that's what you need to meditate on today. Just meditate. Ask him to give you strength. In some translations, Hannah asked for strength. She said, Lord, you're the one that strengthens me. You're the one that helps me in my weakness. She knew like Zechariah and Zechariah, it's not by my nor by your spirit. Look, not by me. It ain't on me. It ain't on you. Some of you keep trying to do this on you. This ain't on you. This on God. Put this on God. Put the responsibility back on him. Let your words align with his words. You ain't bending him to you. You bend into him. You bend into your purpose. You bend into your destiny. You bending, you bending to the greater. I promise you, you will. And let the spirit and the love of God be in you. And be patient and wait. But don't let go until you receive what you need to receive from God. Until you receive what you need to receive from God. But that's it. I love y'all. I love y'all. I want to end with 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Love is patient. It's kind. 
It's not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable and it keeps no records of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And love every to every circumstance, love should endure in your life. Prophecy will go away. Speaking in tongues will go away. Special special knowledge can become useless. But love will at last forever. And Jesus Christ already demonstrated that to us on the cross. He gave us everlasting life by sacrificing his life for us, which was the ultimate demonstration of love. Ask the Lord. If you need a fresh commitment, if you have been wavering, if you have been, see, Hannah didn't waver. Hannah wasn't moved. There was other barren women in the Bible, but Hannah didn't doubt that God couldn't do this. She was weary. She was worn. That happens. That's natural. But she didn't doubt that God couldn't do this. She was so drunk in it. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.